This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. You might have had a bit of trouble getting around today. Yes, London commuters wanting to travel on the Victoria, Central, Northern, Jubilee and Piccadilly tube lines are currently being impacted by a 24-hour strike. Members of the Rail, Maritime and Transport Union have walked out in a dispute over new shift patterns. Disruption is set to continue each weekend in the run-up to Christmas. The travel chaos comes amid news that an entire tube line may have to close due to Transport for London's ongoing financial crisis. Ross Lydell is the Evening Standard City Hall editor. Ross, give us an overview of exactly what's happened. So there is a strike underway today. The RMT, one of the two main unions, has told its drivers to come out on strike, not the station staff, just the drivers. And this is just on five lines, but five of the most important, busiest lines. And these are the Victoria, Jubilee, Northern, Piccadilly and Central. And there's been some further developments this morning. Yes, well, I spoke an hour or so ago to Andy Lord, who is the managing director of London Underground, and he's given me some figures. He's saying basically, in terms of the numbers of passengers travelling, they're about 28 to 30% down at this time of day compared to last Friday. And if we extend that over the whole day, last Friday there were about 2.6 million journeys on the tube. And if that similar proportion continues throughout the day, you would expect about 2 million journeys to be made on the tube today. So TfL would have lost about 600,000 passengers today as a result of this action. Uh, Counterbalancing that, that, there has been a sort of 4% increase in buses. So clearly people are still trying to get into work, trying to travel around. But 600,000 fewer people coming into London is quite a big number. And businesses have been speaking out about this. Yes, it's fair to say that the RMT has not won itself many friends in the world of commerce today. London First, which represents big business, called the action disgraceful, especially at a time that TfL is in such financial dire straits itself. Transport Secretary Grant Sharps had a pop at the RMT and urged them to get back around the table and negotiate. Various restaurateurs have said that bookings are ready down for tonight. Basically, I think there's a great degree of annoyance that this has come on Black Friday, a day when many people would have been expected to come to the shops, come to the West End, grab themselves a bargain and go out and perhaps have a meal or grab a drink and just sort of get the sense, get the the Christmas season underway. And the RMT has definitely been the Grinch here. What are the details of the dispute behind all this? This dispute revolves around the issue of the night tube which is due to restart on two of the five lines it runs on tomorrow night, Saturday night into Sunday morning. And essentially it's about which drivers will be required to work overnight to make the night tube work. 
back in the old days, pre-pandemic, if we can remember that far back, when the night tube started, TfL had a sort of dedicated part-time workforce of around 200 to 220 drivers who basically worked weekends and not a lot else, just running the night tube. Now, TfL decided in May this year to amalgamate the night tube workforce with the sort of day tube workforce, if you like, the main workforce, just the one pool of drivers on which to call. And one of the conditions of that was that essentially drivers would be able to volunteer for night shift or night tube shifts. But what seems to have happened, according to the RMT, is that drivers are now being required to work a night shift when they might not want to. And the RMT says this is hugely disruptive to their sort of working life, work-life balance, hence the strike. TfL, from its point of view, says that drivers would only have to work about four night shifts a year on the night tube under this new system. But it's the issue of who drives the night tube trains that's at the heart of this dispute, even though it's resulted in the day tube being affected just now. And there's strikes planned for the coming weeks too, aren't there? Yes. So basically what's going to happen next is there'll be a second strike tomorrow night, Saturday night, just on the two night tube lines, but starting in the evening. So essentially still affecting the normal tubes operation. And that will be on the central and the Victoria lines, two of the five lines affected today, because these two lines have been chosen to be the first on which the night tube services will restart. Basically, Sadiq Khan, the mayor, decided a month or so ago to restart the night tube after quite a lot of pressure to do so, but only to do so on two lines. So what the RMT is doing is telling its drivers not to turn up for duty from half past eight tomorrow evening on the normal tube. But then that would mean that these same people would not be able to continue and work on the night tube. It would also prevent night tube drivers from clocking on if they obeyed the strike order. And the RMT's plan is for exactly the same sort of action on Saturday or Friday and Saturday evenings now to roll forward for the next three weeks until they then come back to a much bigger strike on the Saturday, the 18th of December, when it would be back to the same situation as today, all five of these main lines having a 24-hour strike again. So basically, we've got today's action, a limited action tomorrow night, and then for the three successive weekends, and then one final sort of big bang on the Saturday before Christmas, when five lines would be out again. TfL is currently experiencing an ongoing financial crisis too. What are the details behind that? Well, that's right, because basically TfL is in a terrible situation just now in terms of trying to secure long-term funding for investment projects, what it calls capital funding from the government. In the Comprehensive Spending Review, which is the Chancellor's sort of super budget last month, he didn't mention anything about Transport for London and basically gave them no indication of where this money would be coming from. And this is money it needs not so much to do new things, but basically to keep the system running. You know, if roads crack and bridges crack, uh, tubes need maintaining, many tube lines need new signalling systems, some tube stations need to be rebuilt, you know, the likes of Auburn and Camden Town are massively overcrowded and have been waiting years to be upgraded. All these huge projects need to be funded and basically TfL has no indication as we stand of where this extra money would come from. So this is its biggest headache as we face just now. So not only is it going to lose probably one and a half, two million pounds from today's tube strike, it's facing a real battle in terms of working out how to keep the whole network up and running and in a safe and reliable state. Now, its current bailout deal, it's had three bailouts from the government during the pandemic to essentially keep the day-to-day services running. And its latest one runs out on December the 11th. 
at the same point, it says it needs to know not just how much money it's going to get to get it through the rest of the financial year, but also needs to know how much money it can look forward to from 2023 onwards to do all these repairs and uh, maintenance and so on. And it's basically starting to prepare for this situation where it doesn't get any money. And that would then potentially mean that it would have to even go as far as close one tube line or acts, you know, more than 100 bus routes. Do we know what particular tube lines could be at risk and what other services? Details about the threat of an entire tube line being closed came out on Wednesday when TfL's finance chief, a chap called Simon Killenbach, told the Transport for London Finance Committee exactly how bleak things were looking. Now, he didn't actually name any tube line in particular, but what is already known is that both the Bakerloo and the Jubilee lines could face cuts probably at the northern sections where there are fewer passengers and also there are some rail lines that can be used instead up in northwest London as an alternative way of travelling. The other alternatives would be the likes of the Metropolitan Line or the Hammersmith City Line, both again which carry fewer passengers than other lines and have sort of overlapping rail services. So TfL is already thinking about how to trim back or you know even go as far as cutting a line. I think it would be quite extraordinary if it did shut an entire line but its problem is that it is finding it so hard to make savings of the scale required that it's really struggling to work out how to do that if, if it doesn't do something hugely dramatic and also symbolic then it would send a real message to the, the government about exactly the predicament it's been left in and that's it from the leader this podcast is back on monday at 4 p.m Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.